Hello, football fans in Hamilton, from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. It is brought to you by Wizens Law. Got to take a breath after that one. Whew. Rick Samprin here in our studios at Maine and Longwood. Wow, what a shellacking at Tim Hortons Field. Cats now 10-0 and at the Donut Box after whipping Winnipeg 38 38- to eight. We're going to open up the phones, take your calls, your emails, your tweets up until nine tonight. Those numbers, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Zamprin. You can also use the CHML app as well. What a performance right out of the gate the Hamilton Tiger Cats. They started off well, and they just kept coming. Let's bring you up to date on tonight's scoring summary. Emmanuel Davis. Wow, what a game this guy had. Started off about three minutes in with a 65-yard interception return for a touchdown. His second of the season opened up the scoring, made it 7-0 Hamilton. After a punt block... Zach Caleros found Bakari Grant for a 23-yard touchdown to make it 14 to nothing tie cats. Then, after a kickoff was mishandled by the Bombers, recovered by the Cats, Caleros found Ryan Bombin, who was lined up as an eligible receiver, Bombin an offensive lineman. They connected on an eight-yard touchdown to make it 21 to nothing for the Tiger Cats. Also in that first quarter, the Bombers lost a couple of players due to injury. Running back Paris Cotton, receiver Darvin Adams, both outs. After one quarter of play, 21 to nothing for the Tiger Cats. On to quarter number two. The Cats just kept on coming. Caleros finding Terrence Tolliver on a long bomb, a 58-yard touchdown, making it 28 to nothing, Hamilton. And just before the half, 89 seconds to play, Justin Medlock, his first and only field goal of the game, a 35-yarder. They go to the locker room. Up 31 to nothing on Winnipeg. On half number two, third quarter, Drew Willey and the Bombers' offense finally getting rewarded for their efforts as Willey found Justin Viltung on a 70-yard touchdown. It's now 31-7 to Ticats. Liram Haralahu with a kickoff single made it 31-8. to Then things went from bad to worse for the Bombers. Drew Willey hurt. His right knee was forced to leave the game late in the third quarter. Fourth quarter, just one scoring play, and it was Emmanuel Davis again. A 56-yard interception return for a touchdown. He's second of the game. He's third of the season, 38-8 to for the Tiger Cats. That was the final score. Three sacks for Justin Hickman, two for Ted Laurent, two by Eric Norwood. Total domination. And, oh, by the way, it was Emmanuel Davis's 26th birthday today. Happy birthday. Lines are open up until 9 tonight. This is the fifth quarter. Here are the telephone numbers. Star 9900 on your cell phone. On a landline, 905-645-3221. That's 645-3221. Email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Use the CHML app as well. Tell me what you thought of the game and who is your player of the game tonight. We will start off with Brian. Brian, good evening. How you doing, Rick? Good, how are you? 
Well, I think uh, my player of the game is going to have to be Zach. He had some struggles and made a few mistakes, but he still kept picking himself up and kept driving. And uh, I mean, we're playing so well on all three points of the ball, and it's such a tough place to play. I, I couldn't be happier. Excellent. So what was your main impression of this ball game? Just a complete and utter domination? Because that's my biggest takeaway tonight. Well, the punt coverage was phenomenal. I mean, they were flawless. They didn't give them a breath on anything. It was amazing. And Steinauer, once again, is just coaching a beautiful, calm, bend-but-don't-break defense that doesn't give anybody any room to come back. It's no wonder THF is such a tough place to play. For sure. Brian, thanks for the call. No problem. You can join the party as well, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. We will crown our player of the game just before 9 o'clock. We will also name our fifth quarter fan of the night as well. So if you call in, you have a great call, you make some great suggestions or some great points, you will be anointed the fifth quarter fan of the night interesting selection by brian on the player of the game now i can argue it and and i will because zacaleros is not going to be my player of the game tonight although he is a a good selection and i'm not going to say who my vote is yet for player of the game i don't want to spoil it that early but i think tonight's player of the game is rather obvious scott on twitter at rick samprin tweets great game undefeated still uh, at least at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, the O, defense and special teams played great. Player of the game, the whole team. Go Cats go. So I'm just going to write team. One vote for Scott. <laughs> and we've had uh, we've had different kind of votes, you know, the offensive line. I don't think there's been a vote for the, the referees yet, although today's game, not a lot of penalties at all. At last check here, the Bombers took five penalties. The Tiger Cats had six. That's got to be a record low for this season, at least especially for the Tiger Cats in any game. Coming in, averaging about 14.5 or 14.6 per game on pace for a record. Well, I don't think they're on pace any longer. Who's your player of the game? And your thoughts on the game? 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at... 900CHML.com on Twitter at AM900CHML at Rick Samprin. Use the CHML app as well. If you don't have it, hey, it's free. Go to the App Store, go to uh, Google Play, download it, play around with it. It'll have a lot of fun. Back to Twitter we go, and uh, Brad tweets Emmanuel Davis for player of the game. Hashtag happy birthday, hashtag not in our house. Manuel Davis gets a vote. Jen on Twitter, at Rick Samprin. Great game. Davis had a great birthday. Played well on all sides. Davis is my player of the game. I think it's a no-brainer. What do you think? Brad's on the line. Brad, thanks for calling. Hey, how are you doing, Rick? Good, how are you? Uh, Oski wee wee. Oski wee Yeah, phenomenal game. Yeah. Uh, again, as I said to you last week, you know, another cohesive game. Mm-hmm. You know, Zach was out there making the calls, took a few shots, but stuck in there. Uh, you know, coach making some great calls, uh, you know, all the way across the board, all the coaches. Um, and like I said to you on Twitter there, you know, you got to have Davis for the player of the game. No doubt about it. That kid just, he shone tonight, you know, it was his night. Uh, happy birthday to him. 
uh, you know, just a bunch of great guys, but not to be outdone, Mr. Hickman with the big three there. <laughs> he had a great game, too. And you know what? You know, Davis could have had three pick had sixes, too. You know, and I believe that puts us to number one in the stats as far as sacks in the league go. I think you're right. I'll have to double-check uh, during the, the fifth quarter here, but I think you are right. You know, we were we were we had 11 yesterday, so I think that puts us right up there. So a big, huge Oski Wee Wee, and boy, Rick, we sure miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brad. All right. Have a good one, man. You too. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, Brad. Thanks a lot. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. Escon also tweeting, Emmanuel Davis, what a game. Yeah, what a game for the birthday boy. Darcy is on the line. Darcy, good evening. Hey, Rick, how you doing, buddy? I'm fantastic. How about you? Uh, pretty good. It was a great game. Yeah. Uh, I have to echo the sentiments of your last caller. We'll miss you. Miss you this time on the radio there. Thank you. Thanks. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, yeah, the Cats played a, a great game today, but uh, still, uh, I still wish we would run the ball like Coach Shell was saying. Uh, <laughs> I I, th- I don't know if he's got to go over and uh, yell at Kent or tell him uh, run the ball, run the ball. Like you got to run the ball sometimes. That's I think that contributes to Zach's uh, running around like a chicken and get throwing interceptions because uh, I don't know how many times he threw the ball tonight. Looked probably about forty times I, I would imagine. But uh, uh, anyway, that's my one pet peeve that uh, this offense. I know it's Kent, but I, th- I just think they need to balance the ball a bit more. Yeah, and you would think, and, and I was thinking this, uh, okay, they're up 31 nothing at halftime, man, they're just going to you know, not run the ball like crazy, but I thought they'd uh, uh, at least institute a few more running plays and, and, and some screens, some quick throws, just to keep Winnipeg kind of off base, because in the first half, they were getting it pretty deep. They, they, they were trying to stretch the field. Yeah, exactly. Uh, with regards to C.J. and Andy, um, C.J. Gable and, and Andy Fantuz, I, I don't believe since they've been here, um, that they have played a full season at all. Like uh, I guess sometimes you might have to call a spade a spade on those two because I um, just I don't know. Like guys who are injury prone like that, it's it's just it's it's uh, it's a sports thing throughout all sports. Uh, you know, there's just some guys that get injured a lot, and uh, I, thank God we have a lot of depth. But uh, I wish. I wish we would have picked up Sticky Stella because uh, he, look, he looks like he could still catch the ball. I seen him last night, he, and he he's a he would he would have been a hell of a depth player for us, uh, Dave Stella. But anyway, he's gone. But um, I uh, I hope Butler's all right. And um, I just wanted to say, give a shout out my my little girls. I don't know if you remember uh, Rick back in the in the eight, early I don't know if it was the late late eighties. Mm-hmm. They used to have a tiger in the end zone. I don't know if you remember that. Like a real-life tiger? Yeah, seriously. They had a real-life tiger in the end zone. I, I remember that back in the, in the late 80s. They used oh. to have, a, a, like, a tiger. A, a tiger. Okay. It was in a cage in the end zone. I, I just, anyway, I'm not I just sure why I don't remember that. <laughs> no, I just, I just remember that back when I used to go to the game. Okay. It was funny because they had a slogan back then called it Seeding Time. Okay, yeah, I remember that. And uh, people used to throw snakes out onto the field. <laughs> So anyway, that, I thought that was hilarious. But uh, yeah. Any, anyway, I uh, anyway, I, I just hope we continue on playing the way we're playing. Definitely. Do you have a player of the game tonight? Uh, I'd have to say uh, the, the whole the whole defense. The whole defense is is, is playing uh, very 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 good. Okay. One point. Uh, one to, one vote for the defense. Darcy, thanks for the call. Okay. Thanks. And and oh, you know what? I should have answered his question before I hung up. But uh, no, C.J. Gable has not played a full. 
18-game season. He had 15 games in his rookie year. And Fantuz has never played, at least with the Ticats, an 18-game season. The most he started was 17 games uh, in his first season in Hamilton back in uh, 2012. So a little bit of information uh, for you on those two individuals. Fifth quarter here on AM 900 CHML brought to you by Wizens Law. Your thoughts on the game? Give us a call at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. We're live until 9 tonight. You can email as well, rick at 900chml.com and on Twitter, at Rick Samprin at am900chml. We'll also name our fifth quarter fan of the night as well. So call, tweet, email, get your thoughts in on the CHML app as well. Hit the conversation button. And if you are tweeting, uh, use the hashtag fifth quarter as well. They're much easier to spot and filter. If you're a tweeter, you know what I am talking about. Back to the phones we go. Jeff is on the line. Jeff, good evening. Hey, Rick. How's it going? Hey, good. How are you? I'm great. We won. Um, we didn't play the greatest game, I thought, on offense anyway. Uh, it, it was a good first half, but mm-hmm. in the second half, the offense seemed to seemed to fall off a bit. We couldn't get anything going. Uh, I don't know. Receivers were off point. Caleros, was, the pocket was collapsing. I thought it was. I'm not sure if they lost focus, but they certainly didn't have the same edge that they did in the first half. No, they didn't. I think if they didn't have the lead they had going into the second half, this would have been a completely different ball game. To could be have honest. been. Yeah, could have been. Jeff, do you have a player of the game? Um, it's hard to call. I've been liking Terrence Tolliver lately, so let's give him the player of the last couple games. To be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Jeff. Thanks, Rick. Take care. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your smartphone. Terrence Tolliver with a fifty eight yard. A touchdown reception. He had uh, four catches on the night for 78 yards. Um, that is a team high, the 78 yards, and uh, tied with Bakari Grant for four catches, a team high in this football game. Back to Twitter, where uh, Dave tweets, Rick Darcy is right about the calls. I used to go to the games with, or the Cats, I used to go to the games with him. By the way, he is always whining about something after the game. (laughs) Thanks, David. Uh, Justin on Twitter, Davis for player of the game, hands down. That's four votes for Emmanuel Davis. Um, Nick with a two-parter. Uh, at Rick Samprin, Ticats win, Jays sweep in New York. Yeah, how about those Blue Jays? Uh, couldn't have had a better weekend in sports. Davis, player of the game. Uh, part two of his tweet, I just wish they had taken Zach out in the fourth. He did his job, wouldn't want him hurt. Yeah, and there's, I think there's been two games in a row, at least two out of the last three, where the Ticats had a sizable lead, and you're thinking come the fourth quarter, Man, they should be putting in uh, Jeff Matthews. I mean, th- th- this is why you have a, a backup quarterback to to get that kind of mop up duty experience, if you will. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your smartphone. If you're in the car driving back from Tim Hortons Field celebrating Hamilton's big thirty eight to eight victory, give us a call. Send us a tweet as well at AM nine hundred CHML at Rick Samprin. Ken's on the line. Ken, good evening. Hi, how you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Excellent. I just thought uh, when I heard you talk about the Tigers. Yeah, in the end zone. Do you remember that? Yes, they they were named Ballard and uh, either King or Clancy. I think it's coming back to me now. I do, I just don't remember seeing the the the, the Tigers in the uh, in the end zone. But I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Well, not only that, but my daughter Billy Joe and I 
played with the, 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 the those Tigers when they were Cubs one time. Wow. They brought them in early. So that's going way back. we were down on the field. Wow, that's amazing. Yep. And B.J. Uh, had uh, Clancy and I had the other one. Excellent. So, uh, Ken, who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, I would say the the boy that intercepted him, Emmanuel Davis. Yes, uh, he he was right on the, on the ball. He 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 knew the route and he knew where the ball was coming. He had a great game. I would game. say he, he his timing was excellent. No doubt about it. Thanks for the call, Ken. No problem at all. All right, enjoy your night. Take care. Ken calling in of the fifth quarter. You can too. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your cell phone. We're going to take a quick break. We're live until 9 tonight. We'll name our player of the game when all is said and done. We'll also uh, name our fifth quarter fan of the night as well. We'll go through some statistics as well, give you an update on the CFL standings both in the East and West Divisions. Fifth quarter continues coming up on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back to the fifth quarter here on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samford in the big on-air chair. If you want to chime in on your thoughts on tonight's uh, 38-8 shellacking of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at the hands of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, you can call us now at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com on Twitter and AM 900 CHML at Rick Samprin. If you have the CHML app, Hit that conversation button and send me a note. On the uh, sacks question, Look, just looking at the uh, CFL uh, leaderboard on the website uh, with those six sacks tonight, so the Ticats now have 18. Uh, that would be one more than the Edmonton Eskimos, who sit at 17, Montreal and Ottawa, both with 12. So the Ticats defense was roaring and roaring loudly at the start of this game, and uh, Emmanuel Davis was... Uh, Roaring, scratching, and clawing all game long. And he had a phenomenal game. He's really my pick for player of the game. He's up to seven votes for player of the game. And I thought it would really be a two-horse race, maybe a three-horse race, between Davis, Justin Hickman, who doesn't have a vote yet. He's got three sacks tonight. And uh, Zach Caleros had a pretty good game, although I'd probably select them in that order, uh, Davis, Hickman, and Caleros. But I don't want to influence you on your votes. You can call in, you can email, you can tweet uh, your votes for player of the game and your thoughts on the game. Back to the phones we go. Chris is on the line. Chris, good evening. Hi. Uh, how are you? Good. Yourself? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I just thought I'd call in and give my opinion. Excellent. You know? um, I'm actually very pleased with how these guys are uh, playing lately, um, especially like how we've been making it to the um, to the finals every season now. And yep. like. I'm just really happy with all the choices Ken Austin's making and everything. Um, I've been a Ticat fan my whole life. I'm only 17, mm-hmm. and I've my family's a huge Ticat uh, family, and we always are here to support them. Awesome. Um, I was only able to watch only a half of the game, though, but I'm definitely enjoying it. Um, now, did you write? The, did you did you watch the first half or the second half, or just kind of half of it? Uh, just half of it. Oh, like, okay. Uh, I just whenever I was like I've been I was busy. I was whenever I wasn't. I was taking a break. I was watching the game. Sure. Um, and I hear myself on the radio. I'm losing my track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you sound great, Chris. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, and I just again, I'm just so proud of how they're playing. Like they're finally coming together as a team. And I'm definitely thinking this season, third time's a charm. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, again, like 
Kawaros, he's doing really good. Like I, I just checked up on Facebook and I saw the final score and everything. And again, like I, it sucks that he got intercepted, but you know what? That that's football. Um, there's we're not gonna always have games where like there's not a perfect game. He's not gonna throw all the all the passes and land them. He's gonna throw some bad throws and everything like that. So mm-hmm. um, again, I, I just can't get over the fact of how proud I am. Um, it's a good I, feeling. I, for some reason, like I'm nervous every time I call on a radio station. I get nervous um, <laughs> because I, I hear myself, and then I know that I have family listening right now. Like I, uh, they were watching the game out in Flamborough, and um, oh, yeah. nice. I, I know that they're listening to me too. Well, they'll be proud, and make them proud with your player of the game pick. Who do you got? Um, I got Kalaros. He's just he's been doing really good for us. Uh, every game he's playing, again, like we're still undefeated at home with our brand new stadium and everything. Yep. So. That's what I'm going for. Awesome. Thanks for the call, Chris. All right. No, thank you. Uh, no problem. Have a good day. You too. Take care. Fifth quarter here brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Who's your player of the game? You can tweet us at Rick Samprin at AM 900 CHML. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Call us up on your cell, star 9900. You can also call 905-645-3221, 645-3221, or uh, email as well, rick at 900 CHML. Dot com. And that's where we go. Email from Kevin. Hi, the reason the Ticats did poorly starting the second half is because management made changes uh, in the game plan at that time. Um, I'm, not, I'm not too sure about that. I'm not too sure about that. I don't think CEO Scott Mitchell or owner Bob Young went down to the locker room and said, All right, boys, this is what we're going to do. I know we're up 31 to nothing. I know you're feeling good. I know the confidence is roaring. But uh, we're going to make a a few changes here. Now, I severely doubt that's going to happen. I just thought they lost a little bit of their edge. They weren't as sharp to start the second half as they were to start the football game. They knew coming out of the gate, if they played well out of the gate, had Winnipeg on their heels, that uh, they would would come out on top. And that's exactly what happened. Ticats played a whale of a game. At the start, and uh, I think just lost a little bit of the edge at the start of the second half. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com on Twitter at am900chml at Rick Samprin. Milsey's on the line. Milsey, good evening. Hey, how's it going, Rick? Oski wee wee, it's going fantastic. Okay, and did you get did you enjoy that game as much as I did? It was fun to watch. It was a great game to watch. I'm I've got a real weird one. I'm going to say the player of the game has to be the entire defense. I thought they dominated in terms of turnovers. We we were slow a little bit at the start of the second half, yep. but I really thought we we dominated. I've got to say player of the game defense. All right, that's the second vote for the defense. So it's not a weird pick at all. Great. I'm, uh, I thought it was probably the most complete game that we played the entire season. Uh, I saw Calaris throwing hard on the run out of the pocket. I saw uh, some good offensive calls. I saw uh, special teams. I mean, that's nothing you don't expect. But, I mean, he's always coming up with a different scheme, a different trick. Uh, our defense... Our special teams took us to a big lead, and I think that was kind of deflating as far as uh, Winnipeg goes. Oh, sure. Uh, 
I honestly thought, I don't know about you, but did you expect a tighter game given their 3-3, three and three, we, we were 3-2? and two? Yeah, I, I didn't expect Winnipeg to be that. I, you know what, they didn't play horrible. I just think the, the Cats played really well, especially defensively, and they gave their offense short field to work with, and the offense, uh, you know, uh, uh, took those turnovers and capitalized with points. I thought it was a phenomenal game, I'll tell you. Uh, if you want to go to a football game and just... Had nothing but fun. That was the game you wanted to be at. The people we were with, I'll tell you, everybody, nobody uh, was talking serious. They were just having fun. It was a great game. Awesome. And the weather was fantastic, too. Yeah, it didn't get wet. <laughs> and the wind was going the other way. That, that works. I'm all in favor of it. I, I'm too old to get that wet that often. I hear you. Thanks for the call, Milsey. Take care. All right, you too. You can join the fifth quarter as well by calling in on your cell phone, star 9900. You can also call 905-645-3221. And uh, you can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. A few tweets coming in before we get to those. Let's go back to the phones. And Levi is on the air. Levi, good evening. Hey, evening, Rick. How hey, are you? Just driving back on the QEW from the classiest game in the CFL this year, far none. Hamilton all the way. Their defense totally just the middle was like pancaked them all the way, all the way out to the outside. It just totally, you know, like a game to set the standard from now to the end of the season. Big time. Yeah. I have big time. Tiger Cats, you know, and Claris just, you know, held it together after the first quarter. Like, you know what I mean? Like held it together. I give him the game ball. Okay. But the 13th man should get it too because fans were just like you know being a part of that just felt special today it was like a um almost like a third a third one's a charm this end of the season maybe today is a little foreshadowing but that was a great game and winnipeg's not the top notch but they really showed how to keep a team down mm-hmm. and go for the jugular like you know they're starting to learn that and I, you know it's awesome Rick. like i'm just so pumped like have a good one uh, yeah, you too thank you take care levi calling in saying uh, caleros with his player of the game but the fans should get credit as well, it is a loud place to play. When the Ticats are playing well and you're an opposing team, the procedure calls are through the roof for the opposition, and that is a testament to the volume that you, the fans, bring to Tim Hortons Field. When you count the preseason win over Ottawa earlier this year and last year's victory over the Alouettes in the Eastern Final, the Ticats are 10-0 and at Tim Hortons Field. That's pretty darn good. Tweet from Steve at Rick Samprin again. Ticats D, class of the CFL, player of the game is Bakari Grant. So Bakari gets on the board. And Corey on Twitter as well. Uh, defense number 20 for player of the game. Yeah, that would be Emmanuel Davis. So Davis now with a commanding eight points on his player of the game register. Paul also on Twitter at Rick Samprin. I'm glad Andre Pruel decided early that he could not control the outcome of of the game. Now, penalty-wise, both teams behaved, really. Five penalties for the Bombers for 57 yards, six for the Ticats for 45 yards. That's it. That's nothing. 11 penalties total? We saw that almost in the first half last week by the Ticats. Back to the phones we go. Steve's on the line. Steve, hello. Hello, Rick. How hey, you doing, Steve? buddy? I'm fantastic. How about you? I want to tell you something before we were heading to this game. We seen the crew was the head referee. We were a little nervous, and man, that guy <laughs> called the greatest game I've seen in this field so far tonight. 
they called a great game for penalties. You didn't notice him, eh? Yeah, it was unbelievable. They they let the players play. They called what they needed to call, and they let go what needed to call. And even if, even though they called back one of Speedy Banks' returns, uh, it was, they called a great game tonight. I'm never prouder to be a Hamilton fan as I am this week, and we'll do it all again next Saturday. Awesome. Steve, who's your player of the game before I let you go? Bakari Grant. Bakari Grant, your player of the game. Awesome. He's got two yeah. points. He's he's a force. And you know what? You know what's strange? I don't know if it's strange, but Bakari Grant went through free agency, and uh, he was probably looking at other teams and wasn't signed by the Cats until, or re-signed by the Cats, until very late in free agency. And you got the you got the inkling that, man, this guy's going to have to fight for his position, but he's been phenomenal this year. Yeah, me and my daughter were tweeting out to him and, and to the Tiger Cats saying they got to get this guy signed up, man. And I think after what he's shown so far, man, they got to pay him next year. they got to keep him around because he's <laughs> nailed for this team. You got it. Thanks, Steve. Okay, Rick. Take care. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. Still to come, we'll name the player of the game and the fifth quarter fan of the night as well. You can call in with your thoughts on tonight's game, your player of the game as well. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Mark's on the line. Mark, good evening. Hello. Hello, Mark. How are you? How are you doing, Rick? I'm good. How about you? Good, boy. Excellent. Um, I got a question for you. Shoot. I'm a radio kind of guy. You are a radio kind of guy. That's great yeah. to hear. So I used to watch this for 25 years on the radio. Okay. So the preseason's gone. Like you guys used to like do a pregame. Okay. And then you actually played it on CHML the whole game. Right. Yeah. And all I get now is the fifth quarter. That's correct. Why is that? Because we do not have the broadcast rights to air the Ticats games on a radio station any longer. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Is that fair? Well, <laughs> I guess so. That's business. No kidding. Yeah. Okay, my daddy's got a question. He's 91 years old. All righty. Let her rip. Okay. He says, why are we playing at 5 o'clock at night? Is when they got to get back on the plane and go home? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Yeah, that, That's a very strange time, isn't it? Well, you explain it to to me. Well, I, can, right I, I really don't have an explanation other than to say that's the time that they selected because they didn't want to go too late on a Sunday, even though we're in August, and they didn't want to go too early because maybe the potential heat. But, um, hey, I don't know. They, they, they make the schedule in February. He says they're saving money. Who's saving money? The Ticats? No, Winnipeg. Oh, Winnipeg. They go back on the plane. Oh, that might, well, different. yeah, that that might be a factor. That I'll might be a factor. He's 91. Yeah. Well, they here's okay. here's where they would save. Here's what they were save. If they played this game at uh, let's say seven o'clock, seven, you know the game ends at ten. Do they stay overnight in a hotel? Do they yeah, take the red absolutely. eye? So yeah, that, that's probably a factor in it. My daddy's smart. Oh, that's that's. There's no doubt about that. Okay. Anyways, we got a great team. The defense is awesome. You got it, Mark. Who's your player of the game? Uh, I like them all. I like that guy that actually picked off that pass. When the guy was going to catch it at the first first quarter, he and, picked off a pass. Yeah, you're talking about Emmanuel Davis. Yeah, he got tipped, and he picked it off. Yeah, and ran it back for a touchdown. Yeah, Phenomenal. that's beauty. Hey, thanks for the call, Mark. Thank you, sir. All right, you can call in as well, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. We have Peter, we have Johnny, we have Dave. We're going to get all to you when we come back. This is the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. 
Hey, welcome back. Callers calling in. Tweeters tweeting up a frenzy. Email coming in as well. You can be a part of the action on the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Wizens Law right here on AM 900 CHML. Hamilton's News Talk Leader. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter at am900chml at Rick Samprin. You can also use the CHML app as well. Hit the conversation button. Yeah, tweet from Darlene at am900chml. Thanks, Darlene, for using hashtag the fifth quarter. Happy to see low penalties for Ticats player of the game. Davis for sure. Emmanuel Davis, the birthday boy, turning 26 today, running away with the player of the game votes. To the phones we go. Peter's on the line. Peter, hello. Yes, good evening, Rick. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How about you? Awesome. We, uh, I was at the game with my son tonight. Excellent. And, uh, uh, we really enjoyed the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the second quarter. Uh, but sort of disappointed in the offense uh, the second half. Uh, there seemed to be an awful lot of sacks. Calaros seemed to be going down way more than he should have. Um, yeah. Aside from that, it was uh, an enjoyable night at the stadium with the whole whack of good fans. Um, my game, my player of the game would be Tasker. Okay. Why do you okay. say? Why do you say Luke Tasker? I, I don't know. You know what? I, I, I find he's a really good receiver. Uh, he's got good hands, obviously. Yeah. Um, I just like the way he plays. He's, he's always in the play. All right. Uh, no matter how you watch him, he's always in that place. So, yeah, I, I just thought he was the player of the game tonight. Good stuff. Thanks for the call, Peter. Yeah, thank you. Have a good night. You too. Take care. Johnny is on the line as well. Johnny, hello. Hi there, Rick. Hi, Johnny. Hi, how are you doing? Good. How are uh, you? I'm good. I'd just like to – something a little bit, uh, I don't know, basic. But Jeff Reinbold, his, his coverages on punts and, and kick coverages, they're just airtight. Yep. Um. I don't know. I don't know if, if that's something that uh, I feel like Ticat teams in years past, before the the Jeff Reinbold uh, era, got burned. I'm not sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. Have they given up like a kick return touchdown this year? Uh, no, they have not. No, they haven't in the past few years. In fact, and another really fundamental thing is is the tackling on defense. Um, it's it's it, again Ticats of, of years past. I'd be a little iffy on you know on tackling, but it seems like no matter what. A, a player catches the ball and he's just done for. Like a lot more no broken tackle. Yeah, a lot more sure-handed tackling. You know what that go- that goes down to? Number one, obviously practicing well. Fundamentals are key, and then you know committing to the tackle and making sure you bring the guy down. Do you attribute that to to the coaching staff? Like a different? I, I would think that's a part of it. Sure, I think the players have to buy into what the coaches are, are selling as well. So you know, it's a two-way street. Yeah, from a fundamental level, like this team's got the right makeup oh yeah uh hopefully uh, to return to the gray cup and have a better result we shall see johnny you have a player of the game uh despite amazing play from everybody on the d-line it, it has to go to uh emmanuel davis i could not agree more thanks for the call no problem all right that was johnny next up is dave dave thanks for holding hello dave oh sorry hey no problem hey, I, hey how are you doing rick i'm uh, awesome how about you great that was a that was a fantastic win. Yeah, a lot of fun in the stands, and I gotta say, player of the game, hands down, Brian Bobbin. <laughs> okay, like what an over the over the shoulder catch. We've got our new deep threat on uh, on uh, on second down. He is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That is his second career touchdown reception. 
No kidding. Yeah, he had uh, eight catches for 52 yards as a Montreal Alouette, and obviously this being his first season with the Ticats, uh, caught his first touchdown as a member of the Black and Gold. Well, on uh, I'd say my second player of the game was Ray Hawley. Uh, he came back, and he just was a beautiful outlet, and any time uh, Kalaros needed an outlet, he was there to pick up 5, 10, 15 yards just to get him out of trouble. He yeah. was great. He, he's a little spark plug. I love the way he plays. Yeah, he's, uh, what was his name, the little ball of hate that we had for uh, a little That was while. Josh Ronick, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the same type of player. So thanks a lot for having me on, and I really enjoy the fifth quarter. Hey, thanks a lot, Dave. All right, take care. You too. Selena is on the line. Yeah, Selena, how are you? Hello, Selena. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Awesome. Um, on the way home from Hamilton Stadium, of course. I'm a Hamiltonian, but I live in Fort Erie. Okay. And it was great to have a game where you go away feeling you've got your money's worth. That was the best game I've seen in about five years as a season ticket holder. Awesome. You know, you just got sometimes win or lose, you still have a good time coming away soaking wet playoff games where you freeze your uh, feet off and you know and it's an expensive thing we we always come in and there you know we're two season tickets we have to park we got to pay for the vendors but when you come away that day it makes it all worthwhile did you have a particular highlight today yes of course um definitely voting for davis okay that started that started us standing up that started the the whole place getting electric like he was we already had scored i believe at that point uh, we were already in a good position, but he just took over. He made us. I, that's why I have to vote for him. Awesome. Hey, thanks for the call, okay. Selena. Yeah, thank you for the call. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one. You too. Fifth quarter continues here on AM 900 CHML. You can call in with your thoughts on tonight's game. A lot of reactions tonight. I was thinking, yeah, whenever the Ticats win, you know, it's not not a lot of reaction because, the you know, the fan base is satisfied. They'd have nothing really to complain about. But uh, you guys are all calling in saying, well, this was probably the, the best game in a long, long time. Fans are rocking at Tim Hortons Field. The team played a phenomenal game, and uh, there's a lot to be excited about. Good to hear. Ed on email to uh, rick at 900chml.com. Great game, and it feels great to back a winner. Player of the game, quarterback Caleros, because he is making great plays and leading the team. Question, what is wrong with bringing in the backup QB? Matthews in the fourth quarter so he can get experience. Feels great to uh, back a winner after all those lean years. All the best, Ed. Go Ticats, go. Uh, we, we address that Jeff Matthews um, non-appearance tonight earlier on in the fifth quarter, and it was somewhat of a head-scratcher, especially with the Cats up 31-8 to going into the fourth quarter. I know the motto in the CFL is no lead is safe, but I don't know. The Ticats this season have outscored Winnipeg 93-34. to They beat them up big time 55-26 back in week two, and tonight 38 to eight tie cats coming out on top email from randy hi rick big win too bad the argos won this week sask gave them a scare looking forward to the bc game next week my player of the game bakari grant that was from randy from oakville bakari grant getting some love tonight and why not he had a pretty decent game as well it's bringing up to date on the cfl standings and again if you want to call in with your thoughts on tonight's game your vote for player of the game give us a ring on your cell star 9900 
on your phone at 905-645-3221 at 645-3221. Let's go to the East Division first. That's where the Tiger Cats reside. They are 4-2, and two, leading the pack along with Ottawa and Toronto. All three teams 4-2 and two on the season. Montreal in last in the East at 2-4. and four. By the way, Tiger Cats have now won three in a row. They are the hottest team in the Canadian Football League. The next closest streaking team is Ottawa. They've won their last two. Out in the West Division, Calgary and Edmonton share top spot out West. They are also four and two. BC's three and three, Winnipeg three and four, and Saskatchewan, uh oh, and seven. Not fun times in Regina. We all know what happened a couple of years ago, but these are two teams in the very wrong direction. Ticats going up, Sask going way, way down. Should also mention earlier today as well, I'm not sure if you heard, but Pro Football Hall of Famer Frank Gifford passed away earlier today. He was 84. Hall of Famer played for the New York Giants, was a great player, and also a member of the Monday Night Football broadcast crew for, wow, eons, decades. He was an institution, not only on television, but in the National Football League as well. So our tip of the cap to Frank Gifford, who passed away earlier today at the age of 84. If you have a call here on the fifth quarter, uh, let me know what you thought of tonight's ball game, who your player of the game is. You can do so on Twitter as well, at AM900CHML or at Rick Zamperin. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. You can email Rick at 900CHML.com. On your cell, star 9900 on uh, your phone or your cell, 905-645-3221. Let's get to some statistics here. Maybe we'll start with the team stats. Uh, total yards in favor of the Tiger Cats, 306 to Winnipeg's 273. First downs in favor of the Blue Bombers, 19 to Hamilton's 15. Time of possession, that one also won by Winnipeg, 32 minutes and 39 seconds to Hamilton's 27-21. Penalties, and I mentioned this before, this, this was great to see, and there was a lot of mention to Andre Proulx and the work that his crew did tonight. Six penalties for the Ticats for 45 yards. Winnipeg committing five infractions for 57 yards. Uh, You really didn't notice the officials all that much tonight. I think at the end of the day, that's what fans really want to see. Uh, For the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Drew Willie had to leave the game late in the third quarter with a right knee injury. It looked like a hyperextension. And man, oh man, Drew Willie, he was knocked out of the game in week two by the Ticats after that uh, Adrian Tracy and... uh, and Tank Reed hit in the backfield, uh, suffering a possible concussion or potential concussion. But uh, Willie tonight going down with a right knee injury. He went 16 of 27 for 171 yards, threw a touchdown, and threw an interception as well, which was brought back for a touchdown by Emmanuel Davis. Robert Marv came in. He was uh, 4 of 7 for 49 yards. He, too, threw a pick that Emmanuel Davis brought back for a touchdown. Uh, Brian Brom went 2 for 4 for 18 yards. On the ground for the Bombers, uh, Marshall, 7 carries for 39 yards. Marv, 3 for 29. Paris Cotton, he, too, was hurt earlier in the game, had 3 carries for just 12 yards. Through the air, Rory Collert made uh, 4 receptions for 58 yards. Justin Viltung, 5 for 57 and a touchdown. Before he got hurt, Darvin Adams made four receptions for 40 yards. Uh, Clarence Denmark, two catches for 30. Defensively, 
For the uh, Blue Bombers, Bass with seven tackles and a sack. He also had a pass knockdown as well. Uh, Devon Washington had a pretty strong game tonight. Six tackles and a sack as well. Uh, Sam Hurl, Zach Anderson, Bruce Johnson, Jamal Westerman, all with three defensive tackles. Uh, Westerman with a couple of sacks tonight as well. For the Hamilton Tiger Cats, we'll get to their stats when we come back. We'll also name our player of the game and our fifth quarter fan of the night. You still have time to call in, email, tweet your thoughts and your player of the game votes. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. Fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law here on Hamilton's News Talk Leader. My name is Rick Samprin. Thanks for uh, contributing to today's program. And you still have a few minutes to do so, about to 10 or so, to call in with your thoughts on tonight's 38-8 to victory by the Hamilton Tiger Cats over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They sweep the season series. Hamilton now 10-0 and at Tim Hortons Field when you include this year's preseason game and last year's playoff game. However you want to slice it, they're undefeated. They are a different football team at home. Not to say they're horrible on the road because they've played pretty well on the road this season as well, but they just uh, seem to have that extra oomph at home. And a lot of credit goes to you, the fans, at Tim Hortons Field. If you have some thoughts or, uh, again, a player of the game vote, uh, call us at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email rick at 900chml.com on Twitter at am900chml at Rick Samprin. You can use the CHML app as well. Hit that conversation button. Uh, in a few minutes, we will name our player of the game and our fifth quarter fan of the night as well. But before the break, I mentioned some statistics for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Here's now Hamilton's stats for tonight's football game. We'll start with quarterback Zach Caleros. He has a few votes for player of the game tonight. He went 20 of 32 for 280 yards through three touchdowns all in the first quarter and two interceptions. On the ground, Ray Hawley, eight carries for 25 yards. Caleros ran three times for 18. Woodson once for seven. Banks on the end around gained four yards on his lone carry tonight. Pass catchers, Terrence Tolliver, four receptions for 78 yards and a touchdown. That TD, a 58-yard bomb by Caleros. Bakari Grant, four receptions for 77 yards and a touchdown. Ray Hawley made three catches for 38 yards. Luke Tasker, three for 35. Junior Collins, two for 29. Brandon Banks, two for 13. Ryan Bombin with that reception, an eight-yard touchdown. And Anthony Woodson had one reception for two yards. Defensively, man, did these guys ever step up again tonight and led by well who else Simone Lawrence seven defensive tackles tonight the guy is just everywhere and when he gets there he makes the takedown Courtney Steven five defensive tackles so Rico Murray had four Emmanuel Davis four defensive tackles two interceptions a pass knockdown as well those two interceptions he brought back to the end zone for touchdowns if there is any debate on who should be the CFL's defensive player of the year, or at least or defensive player of the, of the week, or in that top three, however they do that now, the CFL stores of the week, Emmanuel Davis has to be there. It would be criminal if he were not. Donald Washington also had uh, four defensive tackles. Justin Hickman had four tackles and three sacks. Uh, his first three sacks of the season. Man, did he ever come alive tonight. Uh, Mike Daly, three defensive tackles, a pass knockdown as well. Eric Norwood had three tackles and two sacks. And uh, also of note, Ted Laurent with a couple of sacks tonight as well. Uh, Laurent and Norwood each with two, and then Hickman had three. Justin Medlock was one for one on field goal attempts. He connected on a 
five-yarder, which uh, made the score 31-0 just before halftime, and the Ticats really put it in cruise control in the second half. And uh, again, that kind of really surprised me as well that Jeff Matthews didn't get thrown into the game for Zach Caleros, especially at the end of the third quarter when Drew Willie goes down. You gotta, you gotta know that Kent Austin is is thinking, "Wow, Drew Willie just went down. I'm not sure if uh, we should uh, have Zach out there any longer." But they stuck with him, and uh, away they went. Email from Stephen out in Penticton. Always enjoy these emails. Thanks, Stephen. Uh, another win, Rick. Tie Cats now still remain undefeated at TFH. I agree with Austin keeping Zach in the game till the end, even with the big lead. I thought the Cats' offense took their foot off the gas after the big lead in the first half. Wrong thing to do. The defense and special teams also played great. Player of the game, the birthday boy, Emmanuel Davis. Great win and sure was nice to see the flags much less in this game. Yes, no doubt about it. The penalty flags or the lack thereof in tonight's ball game was a breath of fresh air. Because we have seen a near record number of penalty flags this season, certainly with the Tiger Cats. And um, it was nice to see that the referees didn't not take control of the game, but certainly not become that much noticeable as they were in past games. Referees really said, you know what, boys? You take the spotlight tonight, and that's certainly what the Tie Cats and the Blue Bombers did. Not so much the Blue Bombers, but more so the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Thirty-eight to eight, final score tonight for the Cats. Now in a first-place tie with both Ottawa and Toronto in the East Division. Still have a few minutes for you to bring on your thoughts on tonight's game, as well as vote for your player of the game. Bruce on uh, Twitter, at Rick Zamprin, Oski Wee still undefeated at home. Player of the game, the whole team. Fans were loud and proud back in first place. So another vote for the whole team. I think we have two of those. But really a runaway um, victory for Emmanuel Davis. He was absolutely on fire tonight. Emmanuel Davis, our player of the game tonight with 12 votes. I think that's the most we've had for an individual player. 12 votes, Emmanuel Davis, player of the game. Two interceptions, both returned for touchdown, and it just happens to be his 26th birthday today. Not too shabby. He had a 65-yard interception return for touchdown, three minutes into the ball game, uh, giving the Cats a 7 to nothing lead, and they roared from there. In the fourth quarter, with about uh, oh, 90 seconds to play, Davis picked off another pass and returned it 56 yards for another touchdown. Emmanuel Davis, our player of the game tonight. Email from Allen. Hey, Rick, it's Allen from Whitby. Ticats were dominant, and we are still unbeaten in Tim Hortons Field. Emmanuel Davis is amazing at DB. Our defense didn't ease up on them until they scored late in the second half. Now Toronto, Ottawa, and us are 4-2. and two. How, how far are we going to go this year? I'm stoked at the potential of this team this year. Uh, Caleros will hit 5,000 yards passing for sure. His completion stats are amazing. Go, Cats, go. Uh, email from Reginald. I agree that Davis was player of the game, but I'd like to give honorable mention to Tolliver, who's been playing very, very well. That email again from Reg. You know what? Terrence Tolliver has been playing similarly good football, too. He's a guy, and remember, he had that fumble late in the game against the uh, Montreal Alouettes. 
this team could easily, and I know we always say this from time to time, easily be 5-1. Uh, and one. You know, they get in the scoring position, they, they kick a field goal, maybe they even beat Calgary. Could this team possibly be undefeated? Who knows? But Terrence Tolliver is having a pretty good rookie campaign in the Canadian Football League. Uh, going into this game, nine catches, 282 yards, a couple of touchdowns, adding a 58-yard TD reception to his uh, CFL resume with uh, a nice run downfield, a nice catch, and uh, no one was going to catch him from there on in. A couple more minutes to get your thoughts in on tonight's 38-8 shellacking of the Bombers, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email rick at 900chml.com on Twitter at am900chml at Rick Samprin. This Ticats team going to try to go to 5-2 and two this Saturday night when they take on the BC Lions at Tim Hortons Field. Can the winning continue at THF for the Tybees? I uh, I think it's probable. BC's played okay this year. They've kind of been up and down. But this Ticats team has been absolutely ferocious at home. Other Week 8 games coming up this week. All starts Thursday night in Montreal, where the Alouettes, sitting at 2-4, and four, want to get back on track as they host the 4-2 and two Edmonton Eskimos. Winnipeg will slink on home while they take on the Toronto Argonauts on Friday night. Saturday, as I mentioned, BC is in Hamilton. That's a 7 o'clock start at Tim Hortons Field. The late game on Saturday is in Calgary, where the Red Blacks are in Calgary to take on the Stampeders. Two four and two ball clubs going at it at McMahon Stadium. The bye week this week, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And why I pause there is because at 0-7, I think the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have a big decision to make. Do they press the button? Do they pull the trigger? Do they do anything to improve on their 0-7 record? It is a tall mountain to climb. Not sure there is a quick answer or a quick solution for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders sitting at 0 and 7. Riderville is uh, Weepyville at this point. They're not having a lot of fun in Regina. Well, that's it for us. Final score 38 8. Tiger Cats over the Blue Bombers. Hopefully, you enjoyed the fifth quarter. If you missed any of the show, you can go to uh, the podcast of the fifth quarter or go to AM 900 CHML. Click on Sports Fifth Quarter and you can listen to all the fun. Now, all our callers, tweeters, emailers, big thumbs up. Liz Russell, thank you very much. Our technical producer tonight. Enjoy the rest of your night here on AM 900 CHML.